Boom. Shalom, everyone. <laughs> Great to see everyone tonight, your day or afternoon, depending on where you're, you are living. Gabriella, Gabby, good to see you. <laughs> we saw each other not too long ago, didn't we? Yes, we did. All right. Um, here's where I see the trajectory going for the next few sessions. This is the fifth session. So we'll have a sixth session, seventh and eighth. In the sixth and seventh session, I'm going to, we're going to talk about I really want to engage with the various courts. Now, I'll tell you, the highest court we're going to is the court of the upright. I'm not taking anyone to any of the higher courts other than that, all right? Why? Because that's your responsibility once you learn. Remember, my, my goal here is to give you the tools that you need to then engage in the mysteries yourself. I'm not here to to hold anyone's hand, I want you to learn, I want you to stand on your own two feet. With the sessions, the heavenly courts training sessions that I've given you, you should be able to understand where you are in your spiritual level of maturity, go back, listen to the teachings, then engage with Yahweh. Yahweh will tell you when it is your, when you are moving in your higher level of authority. In other words, when you uh, when you are to transition from a Lord to a priest, he will let you know. Many times he also confirms it in the natural as well. But you're learning his heart, right? You're delving into his heart. So you know then that you can go to Yahweh or Hashalush HaKodesh yourself. They will make it clear to you as you're growing, as long as you are intentional about your spiritual growth and your process. Remember, becoming a son is an intentional process. Although some of the things, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me clarify what I mean by an intentional process. In other words, it's intentional on your part to engage in the activity of understanding the heart of Yahweh Hashalish HaKodesh, which means Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Spirit, Yeshua, all right, Jesus. It is your heart's intent to engage in the process of wanting to know who they are, falling into a deeper love relationship with them. That is your responsibility. Although I can tell you, the more you hunger and thirst after them, the more they draw you. And it, 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 it is so enticing it's so loving it's it's addicting really that you're going to want more does that make sense you're this is not a, a journey that is not exciting this journey is extremely exciting in fact the deeper you fall into the heart of Yahweh the more exciting the journey becomes but Yahweh wants you to grow he wants you to be a son he wants you to be a son I don't know if I clarified this. A son is a spiritual level of authority. It has nothing to do with gender. So women can be sons, just like men can be sons. Just like the men can be the bride, what the Bible talks about, or men can be the wife. That's what we talk about. So I want, so we don't freak out about those types of terminology. We understand we're talking about, we're talking kingdom language, heavenly kingdom, heavenly kingdom realms language. This is what we're talking. So, 
as you engage in the heart of Yahweh, he will help you develop your level of spiritual maturity. I've helped to give you the foundation of what that means to grow as a Lord, a priest, and a king. But I will not teach you how to go from a king to a developing son into a son, because by the time you get to your level of spiritual authority as a king, you know how to engage the heart of Yahweh. You know how to delve out the mysteries and the secrets of Yahweh. And he, you will, you'll understand where you need to go from there. In other words, you will, you'll be at a spiritual level of authority. You won't be a baby anymore. You'll be at a spiritual level of authority where your relationship with Hashalush HaKodesh will move forward glory to glory and what will be really awesome is as kings the more kings we develop the more kings can come together and discuss hey what is yahweh doing with you hey what's yahweh doing with you right <laughs> and then you can grow together all right remember sonship is not about any one particular person i am giving you tools but i am not in any way your leader i'm not in any way someone who is holding a position over you that is not, uh, and I'm going to tell you, if that were a situation where I thought I was, clearly I'm not my path to sonship, okay? That is a sign in and of itself that I'm not on the path. My goal is to help you understand and discern where you are spiritually and, and so you can grow in that process. And we can all come alongside each other and help each other out. That's how we roll. What, what I'm passionate about is that I know that we are creating an army of sons and what's written on my blueprint and what Yahweh specifically told me is, I want you to help build my kingdom. This is what Yahweh has given me, the part I am to take to help build his kingdom. Now we've got about 58 participants. When the first session we had almost over 90, okay? But we have hundreds of people listening to the heavenly courts training. Now imagine if every single person reached the authority of a king. Wow, what do you think we could do on this planet? Not just this planet, but throughout all of creation. Kings that truly knew what their authority is and how to operate in it. If remember, this is not mental ascent. This is not just knowledge. This is application and a functioning in the role. That's why I, I, I love the Hebrew culture, the way of learning, the depth, because it's all about functioning, okay? The old way, fivefold ministry, the old way was about knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And yes, there was some functioning in the gifts of the spirit. However, this is amazing. This journey is amazing because your character must also grow as you grow in your spiritual level of authority. And remember, I, I've said this many a times. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, my next book is on soul perfection. It's interesting. There, I, I talk to people and they say, well, I'm not a spiritual baby. Like I'm not a baby in the spirit. Well, my question is, are you a baby in your soul? 
<laughs> you may not be a baby in the spirit. That's okay because our spirit is Yahweh's spirit. So spirit talks to spirit. But how about in your soul where Yeshua is working out the sanctification of who you are? If you're a baby in your soul, you can only go but so far. Let me tell you something. You get to the level of a priest and a king, Yahweh will smack you down if he needs to, to get your character where it needs to be. You understand what I'm saying? Because a person who has a character that is not a reflection of Yeshua is a dangerous person. Why would Yahweh give you authority to move as a king when your character is jacked up? Meaning when your character doesn't embody, I'm, I'm going to get away with saying reflection. I think reflection is weak. We don't really want to reflect. We want to be. So why would Yahweh give you authority as a king when your character doesn't embody? Now, am I saying you have to be perfect to be a priest or a king? No, I'm not saying that. But you need to be working in the process intentional about where your character is okay I've, I, I've never said in any of my teachings you have to be perfect to engage in the kingdom that's ridiculous actually when you step in you're stepping into the perfection of Yahweh but we don't want to be a group or a group of people that's all about ascension and just stepping into the kingdom that's a small part okay great you can step into the kingdom you can engage at the throne of grace with Hashalish HaKotesh. You can, you can engage with who they are in the garden of your heart. But if you're not intentional about, about working through the issues in your character, come on, let, don't let me break it down now. Working through the, hey, look, I'm speaking from personal experience. You're not, you're not hearing from someone that hasn't gone through some pretty rough things in character development and i don't i don't i don't care what other people are teaching if they're teaching that there's an easy road to this good on them and you know what i'm not even worried about it nor am i offended people can teach whatever they want to teach <laughs> i'm just sharing what i know and my personal experience you all can actually really take it or leave it that's fine with me it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all but i am speaking from the authority that Yahweh has given me and my experience. Now, everybody doesn't have to experience the kingdom realms like me. Y'all understand that? If Yahweh chooses to teach you something different, he's more than welcome to. I mean, of course he's more than welcome to. What I'm saying is you're more than welcome to learn diff something different. But we all have a different blueprint. On our blueprints, Yahweh has given each of us whatever we need to share in the whole body. Does that make sense? So there may be some other people that may teach something else. That's fine. You track with whatever Yahweh says you need to track with to get you to where you need to be. That makes sense? <laughs> so this teaching will be about kingship, what it means to be a king, function as a king. The next two sessions, the sixth session and the seventh section, we're going to go through the courts. The three, we're going to go through three of the courts, uh, the lower courts, then three of kind of the mid, mid courts. And when I mean lower courts and mid courts, I'm speaking more about their functioning, not 
not not that any court is lower or higher than another in terms of what we as beings human beings think of greater or lesser let me make that clear all the courts are important all the courts are courts that i highly suggest folks engage with and understand what it means to engage in those courts because that's a part of functioning in your spiritual level of authority. If you don't understand the courts and you aren't using the courts, you're not as effective as you could be. Now, like I said, there are some folks, like for example, Terry Spencer, the way he functions and legislates is different than mine, but and I know he has the authority to do so. Uh, that's fine, okay? I'm saying that's fine. For me, of course, I come from a legal background. So Yahweh said, okay, I'm gonna give you the seven spirits of Yahweh. They're gonna teach you how to function in the various different courts. So the highest court we're gonna to go to, which is at the sixth, seventh session, is the court of the upright. And then uh, the other courts, you're on your own, all right? Now, the court of the upright is amazing because that court we're going to engage with and you're going to engage with your governors. If you do not engage with your governors at that time, don't worry. What we're doing is creating in your mind a neurological pathway that will allow you to engage with that court again to see who your governors are. Now, that, that's the court where I met my governors. Do you have to meet your governors in that court? No, not necessarily. I'm sure you could meet your governors anywhere. Some of your governors may show up in your mountains. Some of them, who knows where they're going to show up. But that's, that is the engagement I'll take you all on so that you will have an opportunity to do that. And then the seventh, the, the eighth, I'm sorry, that was the seventh. The eighth session is going to be about legislating. You, everyone here will follow me from court to court and you'll see how I legislate as a king. All right, you're just going to observe. Not gonna participate. You're going to observe from court to court so that you have an idea of how it functions. And if Yahweh chooses to say, hey, that's the way I want you to function, great. That's the way you function. Sound good? All right. Perfect, 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 perfect. Yay! Let's step into the throne of grace as I love to do before we get to going with this, what Ruach HaKodesh has to share with us. One, two, three, step in. I always bow before the throne of grace for honor and uh, just out of love and respect of Hashalush HaKodesh. We love you. We cast our crowns at your feet out of honor, glory, and praise. We love you, we love you, we love you. We are so hungry to learn. We are so willing. Yahweh, here you see your kings, those who are, who are desperately seeking your heart, wanting to function out of the depths of who you are, deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. We love you and we want to get to know you more. There is no reason to function in the kingdom realms other than to know your heart 
and from your heart, Yahweh, do what you have called for us to do in our blueprints, destiny scrolls, and what you have for us. And so we engage with your heart tonight. Ruach HaKodesh, what do you want us to know? Yeshua, what do you want us to know? There is something you want to tell each and every one of us at this moment. As we connect and unite together, shoulder to shoulder, there is something you want each of us individually to know. Speak to us. We are listening. We are listening. We Open up our hearts to you. I want everybody just to, from your bowing, just stand up in front of Hashalush HaKodesh. Imagine, take your hands, take it to your rib cage and your chest and just open up your chest and allow the glory of Yahweh, Ruach HaKodesh and Yeshua just to flood you heart to heart. Feel their heartbeat for you. Feel their love for you. Feel their heartbeat for your family. Feel their heartbeat for your city. Feel their heartbeat for your nation. Feel their heartbeat for your fellow brothers and sisters around the world. Feel their heartbeat for all of creation. Let their love overtake you. Overwhelm you. To the goodness of who they are. More, more of you, Yahweh, deeper and deeper into your heart. We desire to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Glory, glory, glory. Okay, close up your chest and step out. One, two, three. <laughs> Amen. I know sometimes people don't want to come back from that. That's okay. You want to stay there, you can. You'll still get what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> Great. What does it mean? What does it mean to be a king? 
What does it mean to function in a king? Folks love that word. You know, I'm a king. The Bible says we are lords, priests, and kings unto our God. Yeshua is the Lord of lords. He is the priest of priests. He is the king of kings. Did we ever think, what did that mean? I have to tell you, I didn't even know what that meant until I came on this journey. Wow, you mean I'm a lord? You mean I'm a priest? You mean I'm a king? Wow, that is amazing. Now, what does it mean to function as a king? This sounds really exciting, but let me tell you one thing about this. Not one thing, many things, but this is very important. You may hear me say that many times. With greater authority comes greater responsibility. When you choose, because it's a choice that you make to grow in your spiritual level authority, you are choosing to be held accountable for everything that you do. As a king, you understand that when you speak, it changes things. You understand when you speak, things change. And you operate and function out of that. Your words matter. Everything you say. Functioning as a king doesn't mean you're a king today and you function as Nina tomorrow with no responsibility. Don't really care about the words that I say. That is not the functioning of a king. Once you operate and step into your function as a king, this goes for a lord and priest as well. When you choose to operate in this way, you always are in that spiritual level of authority. Does everybody understand that? I cannot stress that enough. Which means the way you speak to your family members. Do you believe that when you speak, you either speak life or death? Do you know as a king, you can speak death? When I mean by speak death, meaning in your authority, should Yahweh choose to give you the authority? You can utter out things that can harm someone. Do you understand that? That can 
in someone's life. You can speak judgment. in your authority that Yahweh has given you. It's powerful. Now, I'm not saying in your spiritual level of authorities, as a king, you don't, you may not, you may mess up. That's okay. That actually is okay. But you're gonna have a conversation with Hashalushakotesh about it, it's not something that will be ignored. It will not be ignored. Because the whole purpose of being a king and learning how to function as a king is after that functioning, you then step into the position of a son in training. The whole purpose is for Yahweh to be able to trust you with his heart enough that he can say, I have a task for you. Go do this. I need you to create. I want you to be responsible for this planet. I'm giving you permission to terraform, to create yourself. I trust your heart. Here's the bottom line, folks. If that's not something you want to do, that's fine. Then don't engage in that process. <laughs> but then don't ask, can I govern over my nation? Can I govern over my country? I want to address this because I get this asked a lot. Here's the very issue. I want to say this. If you are asking a group of people or me or anyone, okay, several of you all from the Courts of Heavens page, we get these posts sometimes. Can I govern over my country, my nation? I'm saying to you the very fact that you're asking that question means you're not in a level of authority to do it yet. Because you wouldn't be asking if you could govern over your country or your nation if you knew you have the authority to govern over your country and your nation. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Why? Because we don't step in, in spheres where we do not have the influence. Even as a king, you stay in your lane. The functioning of a king is, a, the king is aware as to where the king's lane is and the king operates out, functions out of the blueprint and scroll the king has been given. You won't see a king operating in a sphere of influence that's not the influence the king knows he or she has. Right? Because what would you be doing? You're operating on someone else's territory where you don't have the authority. Hey, look, do you want to be effective? <laughs> do you want to be a person that when you speak, things happen? You're not wondering about it. You're not 
You're not expecting it necessarily to happen right away. It could, but you aren't freaked out if it doesn't. You know that as long as you speak it, it will come to pass. There are legisla- there's some legislation that I've done on behalf of my state, the state of Florida. I did it when I became a king. Yahweh said, you need to start legislating. That's what he told me. I wasn't even sure about the function and the process and how it worked. He said, you need to start legislating. Okay. I was a little nervous at first because I was like, oh, I don't really quite know the process. So I was like, okay, I got the seven spirits. They're going to help me. We're going to walk through this process one by one. I'll work my way through this until I understand the process and how it works. I am seeing the legislation that I did come to pass in my state. I don't talk about it. By the way, a king doesn't have to, a a responsible king, come on now, does not run his or her mouth and tell the whole world what he or she is doing. Now, kings will talk with other kings, but it doesn't need it to, doesn't need to be blasted over all of creation. Now, a king understands that because it's not about look what I did. You know what it's about? Look at what Yahweh is doing. Look at what Yahweh is doing. And it's better that people don't know who's doing what. I'll tell you who does know. The supernatural realm knows. When I say supernatural, I'm saying the kingdom realm and the realm where evil dwells. Okay? Trust me. They know who you are and your spiritual position of authority. Now, here's the thing that'd be real, that would be really messed up, that they know what your spiritual level authority is and you don't. Because I'll tell you, that's what's happening in the fivefold like ministry. There's a lot of people declaring things, speaking things out. Evil can see right through you and say, look at that person's soul. I can see the platforms that are in them. I know how to trigger them. You ever hear about people falling into sin? Pornography, drugs, all sorts of things. It's not a mystery now, is it? We love these folks, but we know these are folks who have not yet what? matured their souls, their spirits may be built, but not their souls. We as kings function and operate differently. The goal of being a king is not to bring glory and honor to yourself. It is to function out of the heart of Yahweh in such a way as his heart beats, so does 
yours. And as he loves, so do you. In the position of a king, you legislate. You participate in what Yahweh is doing on this planet by legislating. And here's something that I want to say, which some kings may or may not do. But it would be awesome, because <laughs> I'm, again, I come from a legal background, to have all that legislation, put it in the court of the scribes. The court of the scribes, that's where we go to see prior legislation that's been done. That's where we go to engage in the process of understanding and learning what has happened throughout all of creation. We engage with other scribes, the things that have been written. Well, that's a powerful place. So the thing is, when you're legislating, well, you ask yourself, well, where am I going to put the legislation? Granted, if you put the legislation in your mountain, that's fine. But your mountain is your mountain. You put the legislation within you. You can be a walking record of that. But my suggestion would be put it in the court of the scribes so everybody else can have access to it as well. And the deeper mysteries can be shown to those who are searching. Okay. A king searches out the mysteries. A king has access to secrets. I love how Uncle Ian says this, the mysteries are in the waters below. The secrets are in the waters above. <laughs> now, many a times, many folks come to me and they ask me questions and I say, <clears throat> your right and purpose as a king, even if the person is not functioning in a king, I speak as a king, which means soon to be king, I can call you a lord, priest, and a king, even though you're not functioning out of those levels of authority, I can call you a son, even though you're not functioning out of that level of authority, but we are sons. So we see that, we know we are, now the process is walking that out. Now, your ability to grow in your spiritual level of authority and how long it takes has to do with how deep you want to go, how intentional you are about learning the heart of the Father, how hungry you are, how intentional you are about working on your character, and how much you want to participate with what is currently happening in this cosmos. We need more kings, but it's going to take work. However you see that panning out, it's not an easy process. 
But when your focus is on the heart of Yahweh, it is a wonderful process. Anyone who is focus, focusing on the spiritual level of authority and not the heart of Yahweh, you're already on the wrong track. In fact, when I moved in my spiritual levels of authority, I was never focused on, I want to get to the next position. Oh my word, I'm a Lord. I want to be, I want to be a priest. I want to be a priest. Actually, it was a conversation that I had that opened up the door to my saying, wow, Yahweh. And for him confirming, yes, this is where you are. I was like, wow, I didn't even know. More than likely, you'll be functioning out of the role before you even understand you're in it. <laughs> you'll, you'll be functioning out of it. You'll just naturally progress. Remember, this is an organic process. You'll naturally progress into the role. Make sense? You know that you are a king because what does the Bible say? That people make room, your gifts make room for yourself? I'm paraphrasing, something like that. We're not talking about gifts as in, we're not talking about a situation with the five-fold ministry here. That's not what we're talking about. I'm not talking about that, okay? That's not what we're talking about. What we are talking about though is, you step into a room, people know. You don't have to tell them anything. Like I said, you don't walk around telling yourself where you are in your spiritual level authority, unless you're having a conversation with someone and you're both wanting to understand the process and how that works. No, what I'm saying is who you are will make room for you wherever you go. And you know that. You understand the responsibility of that, which is why you operate out of that, which means you're not the one flashing somebody the finger when you're driving down the road and they do something to cut you off. Like, whoa, come on. Let's make it practical here. Because if you're doing that, what you're doing is you're flashing your finger at someone who's your fellow brother or sister, which means you have no respect for who they are, which means you have no respect with who, with who, with who created them, which is the same creator that created you. So that means you have no respect for Yahweh. Again, I'm not saying there are not times we get angry and we do things we shouldn't do. Then you go to Yahweh and you work it out. You figure out what that is, that platform is, that's causing you to act that way. You go to Yeshua and say, help me with this sanctification process in my soul. Okay? So, As a king, standing, stepping on your mountain, realizing what your governing authority, your spheres, your spheres of influence, you will see you have your mountain. Yahweh will begin to give you other mountains. Other mountains. Yahweh 
sits on his mountain above the mountains. You, as a king, will sit on your mountain above your mountains. We are just like our daddy. With more power, more responsibility, more authority. the broader your ability to govern. Now, I am teaching you how to govern effectively. Not just to speak, and it may fall to the ground or come back, or it may not. That's not what I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you how to govern effectively. Kings, are given tools to use, whatever that is, whatever Yahweh sees that you need to use, kings are given tools to use. The heartbeat of a king is the heartbeat for all creation. And you grow in your level of understanding what that means. It's actually that really that first step to becoming and understanding what it means to be a son. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to go into what it means to split your soul and spirit. I know a couple of sessions ago, Ulysses had a question about that. I want to I want you all to listen to that teaching. What it means to split your soul and spirit. It's on our podcast. Our website is www.godzwow.com. On the website, you can go to Anchor. You can, there's a couple places to click. That's where our podcaster house. It's its own website. We've been doing podcasts for the past couple years now. And I want you to learn what it means to split your soul and spirit. Because, thank you, Ruthie, for putting it there. Because that's a process that also will teach you how to engage in the kingdom realms. Spirit, soul and spirit, body, soul and spirit. The greater your spiritual level of authority, the deeper you can engage with that process. Yahweh will trust you. He will use you in various different ways. But the main functioning of splitting soul and spirit is understanding that the spirit governs over the soul. Listen, the soul is just as important as the spirit. I want you all to understand. You are a three-part being, three-entity being, your body, soul, and spirit. Every part, three-part hood three part of your godhoodness is imperative and important to your understanding how to govern. When you engage in your spiritual levels of authority and understand your three-part godhoodness, how that functions together, how you're led by your spirit, your soul is congruent with your spirit, which aligns your body, the way that you look at yourself, yes, in the natural and care about your body and who your body is. We talked about that as being a priest. 
and understanding how it functions. Let me tell you something. Woo, I just got finished listening to Dr. O's uh, soul, the soul, the maturing of the soul process. Your eye just got a huge, just, bang, you know, that light bulb comes on. My, my, my uh, consciousness connected with my spirit, man, about something that I'm about to engage with. I'm not going to tell y'all what it is yet, yet, because I want to engage with it first. <laughs> And I want to see how it works on me. Once I see how it works on me, maybe then we'll get a, I'll get a chance to share it with y'all. It'll be something else you can put in your tool belt. <laughs> I'm engaging with the kingdom, okay? This stuff is so fun. I have so much fun doing this stuff. So, um, all right. So, I'm excited. But what, what if I'm not excited? I mean, seriously, I'm just excited oh, I just, okay so i want to open it for for questions and answers and um i do have to like i said i do have to leave a, a little bit early tonight because i'm hosting a zoom session with uncle ian and some other folks on his patron discord page so um let me open this up to conversation discussion like i said next week we're going to go over let me let me let me let me get this out really quick to um okay uh Next next week, something give you something more to look forward to. We're gonna engage with the court of the angels, the court of war, and we're gonna to go to the court of the scribes. So those three courts, court of the angels, the court of war, and the court of the scribes. We're going to engage in that process. I'm gonna start off in I'm gonna start off with the engagement right off the bat. That's what we're going to do. If you want to hear my Heavenly Courts overview teaching, I know it's a, a little long teaching, but it tackles a lot of things. It talks about a lot of things, and it's on the podcasts in audio. The video of it, the Vimeo video, is on our various uh, pages, whether it's Revolution is Here, the Courts of Heaven, and um, our God's Wow uh, Facebook page. So you can listen to it or look at the video that gives you an overview of the courts. But I want us to engage. I'm all about applying. I'm all about applying. And I'm so excited because once, the, once this video gets out, whoever listens to it, folks, I want to encourage you. If you know individuals in your circles of influence that you feel will be open to this, send them these videos. This is the fifth one. Send them. It's a very foundational. It's very foundational. So please share these with them. Next, so next, next session, we're going to do Court of the Angels, Court of War, Court of the Scribes. The next session after that, we're doing the Court of the Chancellors, Court of the Kings, and the Court of the Upright. The last session we will legislate. I will legislate. Everybody can come along. Okay? And you'll see that process and how it works. And from then, we should be able to send these videos out. I'm so excited. There, there are many, many people that are hungry. Do you not feel a shift? Do you not feel a shift in this planet? I mean, a huge shift. 
where people were, are open to stuff that they never had been before. It's just amazing that they never have been. Now is the time, folks. Let's bring as many people on this subject journey as possible. So if you know folks, you want to pass them these teachings, you have my permission. Go for it. Do so. Send them our, our podcast anchor link. Okay? All right. Love y'all. Let's talk. Let's do some question and answers. And I will, um, <laughs> I love it. Whoever wants to ask a question first, let's go for it. Nina? Yes. Um, do you, um, can you uh, let us know or can you share with us <clears throat> any areas that you actually uh, govern in? Um, I will share with you like I shared before. I usually don't talk about that. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. But I but. did share before that the state of Florida is where I live. And that I govern over that with legislation. So that's an example of one of the areas that I've been given permission to legislate over. Okay. Thank you. You're, and, and of course, I have, you know, <laughs> your spheres of influence also mean your businesses. That's why it's so good to have your own business. Because where your business spreads, you then govern over your business, and then you then have the authority to legislate in terms of things that affect your business in those who connect with your mountain. Okay? So everyone here should be governing over their own bodies. That's your first and foremost, most important sphere of influence. So goes the body, your soul. So goes your ability to govern everywhere else. Everyone here, you should, as a Lord, you should be governing over your home. Let me ask you this. Are you governing over your own home? What do I mean by that? What's the environment in your household? Is it out of control? Is it chaotic? Who's in your household? Do you have children? Do you have family? You can govern over it. And I know there's some people here, there's some people here who, I'm sending an email really quick. There's some people here who live in kind of chaotic homes. Okay? They live in chaotic homes. What I say to folks is, that's okay. It's a great place for you to learn how to govern. <laughs> I have you... Okay, one more question. I usually like to do one because I know some other folks may. Okay, very quickly. Yes. Okay, if, <clears throat> if you require healing in, in a part of your, your body, would that just go to the mobile cords first? Yes, I would. There's several different ways because we can heal our own bodies. We can heal our own bodies by engaging in the throne of grace, by engaging in the heart of Yahweh. There are many different ways to do it. Communion is one. Okay. Engaging in the heart of Yahweh. Stepping in front of the throne of grace. Stepping into the river of the blood of Yeshua. 
stepping into the river of fire and being totally consumed. I mean, I can go on and on. However, it's always good to have an understanding as to what is the root cause of your illness or sickness, whatever it is, more than likely that's going to lead you to the mobile court where you will deal with the platform, the record where it first entered into your generational line and break that platform down. Then after that, when you engage in the mobile court or engage in the heart of Yahweh or ever you want to engage in your healing process, it's effective and it works. Also understanding the heart of Yahweh and why you're dealing with the, with the health issue. Yahweh doesn't bring illness and sickness and disease, but sometimes he does allow it and sometimes he doesn't heal right away. I'm speaking from personal experience. Sometimes that's a process where it takes years to get healing. But that could be part of someone's character development. Whatever it is, seek the heart of Yahweh. That's the most important key. So that you have the strength to persevere through whatever the illness or sickness is. We come from a very quick society where we, we expect, you know, we were really trained a lot in the fivefold ministry. Lay hands, you are healed. <laughs> and we're supposed to be healed right away, right? Everybody wants that. I'm pretty sure people can raise their hands and say, well, some of those folks, they got healed maybe instantly, but then it came back. Or some of those folks did maybe get healed, healed right away, which is fantastic. It all depends. That's why having a relational connection with Yahweh is so important. I hope that helps, Darlene. Next. Um, Nina? Yes. I wanted to know if, um, would you be aware of any uh, spiritual entity or um, what would be, what could be behind a, the um, conditions, skin conditions, would be something like altars that were traded on, or could it be Freemasonry, or what? There's a family history of skin conditions. That right there is a key. If you said there's a family history of skin yeah. conditions, that means you've got to search out what that is. I don't get into telling people yeah. what no. I think it could be because I'm not your generational okay. line. Although I could be, who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> so what I do say is take that to the throne of grace. The throne of grace is the best place or the garden of your heart. Take it there and have a conversation with Guru Kakadesh about it. Yahweh okay. or Yeshua mm-hmm. and find out what that source is. And then don't just stop there. Ask, what is the best way? How do you want me to deal with this situation? Yeah. Well, I have been praying. Uh, I've been doing. Have you heard about the uh, the healing code? Yeah. Uh, by whom? Uh, Dr. Alex Lloyd. No. No. Well, Samantha Mahoney taught us about it on the nest. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I've heard and, it taught through them. Yes. 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 So I have been, I've been uh, trying, I've been doing that for the past number of days mm-hmm. on uh, one of my siblings 
but I'm wondering if there's something further that I should be doing, you know, going into bloodline issues and generational things. And I was been listening to some Samantha's teachings on yes. generational curses and things like that. Yes. I know she talks a lot about Freemasonry and I've yes. ordered her book on yep. Freemasonry. Yes. Which it'll be coming in about a week's time. It's called Freedom. I've read that. And yes. Have you heard, read it? Yes. Yeah. I've perused so it I'm fairly thinking, quickly, but yes, I have an understanding of what it's about. There may be something in there that would help me to understand, you know, what is, what's, what's behind it all. I love it. I think you're doing exactly what you need to do. I yeah. think you're doing exactly what you need to do, which is to search, search and search. Um, okay. As you pray, search, you will be led. And sometimes, y'all, this is a digging process. You just have to continue to dig and dig. Dig. Right? But as you search, and 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 many a times dealing with courtroom issues or generational sins is a layer by layer process. You may go in and deal with the root, but you still need to deal with some other things. Or this root could could connect with other roots. So other roots. Let's mm -hmm. be persevering in our process. A king is persevering. Mm -hmm. Let's yes. be persevering in our process. We don't give up until no, we have breakthrough. No. That's true. Okay. But anyway, I continue on with the, code, the healing code. I'm doing it three times a day, and um, that's a start because yes. it's very troublesome. It's a, Our whole immune system is yes. just, it's broken down completely. And of course, she's on medication, which is, suppressing her immune system right so it's you know it's a catch-22 thing you know she's her immune system is affected and yet they're giving her drugs to to suppress it even more correct so, and what do you do so Only always, for me it's always go to the root find out what the platform is break yeah. down that yeah. platform then mm -hmm. utilize whatever else that Royal Kakadesh brings my way that will help mm. with that. It also too has to do with cellular memory, those traumas and things yes. that are in your yes. cellular memory that need to be released. It's like a layered process, yes. right? Yeah. Well, that's right. one of the things that we uh, talk, we pray over is the destructive cellular memories mm -hmm. in the healing code. Yes. That's one of now the, the negative images and the, um, unhealthy beliefs mm -hmm. and the destructive cellular memories. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know? Oh, yes, my friend. Yeah. yeah. But hey, okay. we're all getting clean. This is great. We're all moving forward. We're getting clean. <laughs> Who's next? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kathleen. Who's next? Okay. Hi. Um, Hi. Scott, so my, name, my name is Scott. Yes. How are you doing? Hi. Awesome. So I'm a new guy at all of this. Mm -hmm. um, I've never engaged the courts of heaven been a Christian most of my life and do you have any advice as far as what to do the first just beginning for a brand new beginner I would listen to the heavenly courts training number one I'm sorry I'm sorry you cut out for a second I would listen to the heavenly courts training that I'm doing the first session have you listened okay. to any of the former teachings uh, yes, um, okay. a bunch of them. 
Okay. I'm not sure which one, if, if I've listened to the specific one that you're speaking of. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a training series. It's just like this, except I, I talk about some of the foundational things that you need to engage with, like communion, like understanding that you have a mountain, uh, the garden of your heart, working on the garden of your heart, cleansing out your gates. So here's what I would say, engaging in communion, I do several times a day. Perfect. Going to the garden of your heart and engaging with your love gate. That's super important. Okay? Because everything flows out of the love gate. All right? Okay. You learning and understanding the process of the mobile court, which is how to work on your temple first. Your, your goal should be first to work on your temple. That encompasses the mobile court, and that also encompasses cleaning out your gateways. There you go. Okay, thank you. Perfect, Scott. <laughs> Who's next? I have a question. Yes. Okay, so I think I've been struggling a little bit with um, staying, uh, our challenge this week, which I'm doing 21 days asking what's on the Lord's heart. Okay, and I, and I feel like I, I've gotten pretty good about like, so, but, but I, I haven't been praying for, for anything about me or anybody else because I've been trying to. And so I just want to make sure I've understood this correctly that mm -hmm. I am, all I'm doing is every day. I'm just saying what, instead of saying, God, I would, I sure wish my flowers would grow or <laughs> I wish I could figure out how to lose weight. I'm like, God, what is on your heart? And yes. so I'm trying to structure this language. And, and so I haven't found any other like verbiage that I can use. So I'm just trying to make sure I'm on the right track as far as like going through this in, in a way that is meaningful. Oh, that's so good. And I want to tell you all, that's still your homework assignment. So if you haven't engaged with that, you want to still do that. As a king, you need to know what's on Yahweh's heart. Um, here's another thing you can ask. How, how's, your, how's your day going so far? Okay. Is there anything? Is there anything? Okay, that's, oh boy. Siri just picked up my voice. <laughs> I didn't even say, hey, Siri, but it just picked up my voice. Don't do anything. <laughs> Is she related to Alexa? I don't know, but let me tell you something. When you have a, a voice that is 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 engaging with the kingdom realm, your vibration, frequency, and sound really is heard. Uh, I'm telling you, and things happen. So things like uh, Yahweh, what's on your heart today? Yahweh, tell me something fun about you. Can you tell me one thing about you you'd like for me to know? You know, Teresa, it would be the same as you and I getting together. And you wanting to know more about me instead of you, you're saying, Melina, let me tell you about myself, which is usually what we do a lot. <laughs> Don't we? Come on. Yes. That's what we usually do. Yes. We create relationships so we can talk to someone else about how us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on. Can I get a witness? I'm saying that in I, myself. Come on. Seriously. Yes. So yep. <laughs> this is good training for us. Let's talk about Yahweh and What's a, what, what about what about this question? Yahweh, what do you think about Ruach HaKodesh? <laughs> Yahweh, what do you think about Yeshua? Tell me something about Yeshua. What's on your heart about Yeshua? I mean, it can go endless. 
Okay. Have right. fun with it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Next question. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi Nina. Sis. How are you? Good. How are you? Right. Uh, I'm Barack. This is my first uh, session, but I will definitely go ahead and learn the ones that you already posted. Wonderful. But my question, uh, my question is, on, on the first um, video that you posted, does it explain what the garden of our heart is? I don't know what it is. The garden of the heart, I believe I talk about it maybe in the second video. I'm not sure if it's the first, I think it's the second, the first one I talk about a Lord, but I, the garden of your heart. Yes. Thank you. It's like two. Uh, uh, you actually engage in the process. You can also go on our podcast, listen to a whole teaching on the garden of your heart. And then we have an E and E an engagement exercise that walks you through it. Got nice little music in the background. It walks you through it. That helps you as well. So you have a lot of teaching tools that will help inform you okay okay thank you perfect thank you next i've got a question yes go for it Hi, Sis. hello um, so um i've been learning about fragmented souls can you hear me well enough yes i can okay um and because we've been um, praying for and rescuing children that have been in trafficking and stuff like that. Yes. A lot of those kids have fragmented souls. And then yes. I was learning that maybe their spirits or their souls have been trapped in places. Yes. Um, or, or broken souls. apart. Not spirits, but trapped. souls. Their souls have been trapped. Souls. Yes. Souls have been trapped and fragmented in different places. Correct. And I was wondering if you had any suggestions of how we could pray for them, like in our prayers for releasing the children, if there was any particular way I could work on that. Ruthie, I see you. You're on the front screen. You're on my front page. Ruthie has an excellent answer. I could answer it, but she has some amazing engagement she's done with Yahweh that could really help you out. Ruthie. Okay, so I went to Yahweh about this after I heard this. And what he said is, go onto your mountain into your seat of authority. And what you need to do is brood over the children. So just kind of like a hen, if you think about a hen and how it broods over the, the eggs and over the chickens, we need to brood over these children and then release them because the children know, the spirits of the children know exactly where their souls have been held. Those that have been soul scalped, so once you brood over the children, she froze through you, and retrieve their retrieve their souls. So that's what I've been doing, and I have seen um, a light. This the this. Uh, the spirits of the children um, appear as little lights going and retrieving their souls. So that's what I've been doing. I hope that helps. Oh my, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Ruth. No problem. Thanks, Nina.
Nina, you're muted. Thank you. All right. I want to just sum that up really quick because Ruthie, you went in and out just really quick. But what she was saying was we have such a power that we can use our spirit being to brood over this over over the children because their spirits are not affected. It's their souls. But what'll happen is this is so amazing. Where the children are, they're connected to their spirit, but the souls have been scalped and placed in another place. When you brood over the children, there's, you strengthen their spirit being and give their spirit being the strength to go find their souls and bring it back. Am I correct, Ruthie? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Thank you. Awesome. It's powerful, sis. It's powerful. Who's next? I had a question. Uh, yes. Yes. Yolanda. Um, I was going through the podcast and I was listening to the seven layers of the kingdom. So something a little bit different than what we're doing today. But um, I think I missed something. I was going through the seven layers and I had the kingdom of the earth, kingdom of God, and then three and four. I kind of got lost in between. So can you just within maybe a minute or two kind sure. of um, explain the three and four? Because I have it as kingdom of heaven, but I, I was kind of like, I wasn't too sure as to um, what both of those, how they function. Oh, how the, how the difference between what? Can you? The difference between like, okay, so so we have the kingdom of the earth, the kingdom yes. of God. Yes. And then I have three as the kingdom of heaven. Yes, the kingdom of heaven, heaven, and heavens four. and heavens. <laughs> okay, because I was like, I think I got lost. I'm like, I wasn't sure. So I figured I'd ask you just to sure. get a better understanding. So three is the kingdom of heaven. Yes. And then four is the kingdom of heavens of heavens. Kingdom of heaven. Heaven. Mm -hmm. Okay. Heavens of heavens. Eternity perfection. Okay. Now, remember I said before, um, it's not, you don't look at these as actually layers that kind of right. above it, but they're all, it's a multi-realm, so you just step in, but they have functions. The earth, the cosmos is a, is a multi-realm, uh, are multi-realms. So, yes, so... In each of those kingdoms, they, there's a functioning in each of those kingdoms. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I explained that in the, in the teaching, but what, what specifically did you want to know? Because heaven, I think for, I, mm -hmm. go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I'm listening to you. <laughs> no, what were you going to say real quick? I would just, I think for me, when I was writing down, I love to take notes and then go back to it and then just sure. kind of just go through it quickly for me, my, for myself and for my own understanding. And I think mm -hmm. I, I got lost in, in the uh, third, fourth and fifth layers. So I wasn't sure. Um, and I wasn't, and I understand that we're not looking at it as one, two, three, four, but I just wanted to kind of get a better understanding as to, you know, what this, what each, what each layer is. And I think I just got lost in terms of, because I have it both as kingdom of heaven. I have four as kingdom of heaven. Then I have, I do have heaven of heavens, but 
but I think three and four, I was unsure as to why I have them as the same label. Right. Um, three and four, the kingdom of heaven and heaven. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Those yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had them written down as the same thing, but um, I kingdom, know obviously they're kingdom of the earth. Okay. Walk in my ways. Mm-hmm. Kingdom of God. Keep my laws. Kingdom of heaven. Judge my house. Heaven. Judge my courts. Heaven of heavens. Galactic council of the 70. Realms of perfection. The personage of Yahweh. Eternity. What was. Is. Will be. In the. At there's a in the kingdom of God. between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. That is the, uh, you always see Terry say, get above the snake line. Uncle Ian says that too. There is a, a, a realm space where evil can no longer, evil cannot enter. Yeah. Right? So when we say govern from above, we're saying govern from above the snake line. Okay. Mm. In other words, above the atmosphere where evil dwells. You understand evil has also created blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to speak all that, whatever. We don't really care too much about evil. So we, all we care about is we dwell above it, wherever it is. In fact, we as human, as a human species has allowed evil. They really shouldn't be anywhere. In fact, come on, Royal Kakadesh. That's why we're to be sons. We're to eradicate evil. Everywhere that we have been responsible for allowing evil to dwell in the atmosphere above us, in the space above us, we are now responsible for eradicating it. But we don't do it from the ground up. We do it above, downward. Okay? So that is kingdom of heaven. When it talks about the kingdom of God is keeping your laws. You are learning. First of all, in the kingdom of earth, you're learning how to walk in his ways. Okay? Kingdom of God, you're learning how to keep his laws. Understanding what functions in his heart. What are his precepts and laws? Kingdom of God, then you're judging his house. You're looking at your own self and your own what ability to govern. When you go to heaven, heaven is the place where Yahweh is where his throne dwells and all the various things that you hear spoken about in the scriptures. Okay. Heaven of heavens has to deal with the responsibility of those who are his sons growing in their spiritual level of authority, kings and sons who are engaging in the higher, most higher upper courts 
the Council of the Seventy, the Celestial Council. And like I said, the realms of perfection, that's his personage, the dark cloud. Where you all understand when you're engaging with Yahweh, you're engaging with his presence, not his personage. His presence is everywhere. Should you choose to go on the journey to engage in his personage, that is a choice. Walking in the dark cloud, engaging with him at a deeper level. Uncle Ian talks about that. And I think his Realms of the Kingdom, one book. Really good. Awesome, awesome. Which I've been on, like I've told folks, I've been on that journey for about a year and a half now. That's a choice that I made. Okay, who's next? Yes. I have a question. Yes. Uh, how do we know where we are? I see, I see sometimes very darkly and sometimes I don't. And sometimes I see it in uh, you know, real, uh, like um, in lifelike uh, uh, visions as well. So I do not know where I'm seeing what. Uh, can you help with that? So no, here's what I can tell you. What I can tell you is engagement with the heart of the Father, heart of Yahweh is key. Engagement with Ruach HaKodesh and Yeshua. When you engage, they're always there with you. Do you know that? When you engage in the kingdom? So either while you're engaging or afterwards, you just ask, where was I? It's good for you to have an understanding, for the most part, where you are. So you can grow from that and learn. Okay? You can engage in the garden of your heart. You can engage at your mountain, wherever you are. Just ask. They are always with you. Always with you. So, of course, I can't tell you where you were because I wasn't with you, right? But Hashalush HaKodesh is always with you. They live on the inside of you. You can access the kingdom by going in. You can access the kingdom by stepping out. And stepping in, you can access the kingdom. The kingdom is above you. It's around you. It's below you. It's inside of you. The kingdom is all around you. And so just ask, where am I? What am I engaging with? What do I just engage with? And Usually there's something will come up in conversation with someone or they'll talk to you, they'll tell you where you are, or you go back and engage in that encounter again and let the mystery unfold as you get a greater understanding of where you are and what you're doing. Sometimes, and then you can ask, well, am I supposed to do anything with this? Am I supposed to learn? Like, how do I grow? What I can tell you, Sonola, is the closer you are to Yahweh's heart, the more you just get an understanding of how to operate in his kingdom because you understand his heartbeat. And sometimes I'll say to myself, I know he's telling me something. Yeah, I know he's showing me something. It's right there. It's right there. It's so close. I can taste it. I know he is. And I'll just work that thing and work that thing until it unlocks and unfolds and boom. Okay, I got it. So now does that help? 
yeah, it does. But for me, it takes a long time to, you know, focus on, you know, you know, getting out of uh, the mental state and um, going into that space. And uh, it's a real challenge for me. And I, when I see it, I see it only for microseconds. And by then I'm out or... Who else uh, can testify? Another aspect of it is... Anybody else can testify? So no, do you see all the hands raising? Yeah. You're not by yourself. It takes discipline. I love this. Dr. O calls it. We are used to, I want to mention this too. We are used to being lazy thinkers. Things happen so quick. And when you sit in front of the TV, if you are someone that is not used to know, okay? <laughs> if anyone on here is sitting in front of the TV, you are allowing the TV to think for you. So no, it took me time to discipline my thoughts and my mind. That is a soul issue. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions, and other things, your conscious, subconscious, but mind, will, and emotions. So you, my friend, along with all of us, have to learn how to discipline our thoughts. I admire those folks that can meditate in silence, in the heart of Yahweh, with nothing bombarding your mind, but in perfect peace and rest. I write in my book, I... I sought to do this years ago. The first time I sought to do it, I did it for an hour. And at the end of it, Yahweh said, I was fighting all these thoughts and all these things. And Yahweh says, didn't say anything to me. Except at the end, he says, you have a lot to learn. <laughs> That's what I got after a year. <laughs> Not a year, I'm sorry, after an hour. But I purposed from then, okay, I know I can do this. Now I can, an hour for me to sit in the silent stillness of Yahweh's heart, to hear his heartbeat, to engage in his vibration, frequency, and sound goes fast for me, goes by for me like 10 minutes. And what I usually do is just engage in the kingdom. I was just doing that the other day while I was waiting for an appointment. I ended up finding an, another area in my garden that I'd never seen before. It was amazing. I was like, wow. I just engaged the heart of Yahweh. So my advice to you, Sunil, is keep practicing. Remember, a king never gives up. A king perseveres until there's breakthrough. Never give up. Keep practicing until it unlocks. Folks, still your mind. This is why I gave you, I'm going to give you another homework assignment. Still your mind. Go to the heart of Yahweh and practice daily over and over and over again until you get the victory that you can still your mind with no thoughts of your own running through it. Your heart is beating with the heart of Yahweh. And you can see and hear this takes practice, but it's fun. And when you do it, this is how Yeshua was able to have peace in the midst of the storm. You can have a storm raging around you and your soul doesn't get caught up in the storm, but instead it goes to the heart of the father and he sits there and gets instruction in the quietness of Yahweh's heart, not being caught up in the storm. It takes practice. Your uncle Ian talks about, he's done some nuts so wild stuff. 
but it works. Practice. So Sunel, be determined. I don't care how long it's going to take. I'm going to practice and tell how many of you all can do that for 10 minutes? How many of you all can still your mind for 10 minutes and your own thoughts do not plague you? Raise your hand if you can do that. 30. Raise your hand. 30 minutes. An hour. Can I get an hour and 20 minutes? Can I get an hour and 30 minutes? <laughs> okay. Practice. 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 All right, I'm gonna have to end with that. It's it's uh, 8:27 here, so I need to jump on the other call. Look, I love you all. This has been awesome and amazing. Are you all excited? The next session, we're gonna get some chords. We're gonna learn. We're gonna grow. Ooh, ooh. Yay, Yahweh! Okay, we're gonna learn. We're gonna grow, and I love you all. And I'll see you all next week. How's that work? Shalom, shalom, shalom. Ha, 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 ha.